And we are back for another part train. What's up, fam? This is your host, Evan Singer. This episode is a really fun one. So Matt and Strat couldn't make it. Um, we got invited to go out to Sand Valley in central Wisconsin, a golf resort built by the Kaisers, the same family that did Bannon Dunes. We've got an episode a year or so ago from Chris Kaiser, the COO, that goes through how they make such fun golf resorts and destinations. So if you haven't listened to that, please go back. It's great context um, for today. But I will say this is a bit of a different format. This is um, a new mini series, the first installment of it, um, where it's called Out of the Office, where we go on a golf trip at a golf resort. And basically, it's just me and my two good buddies, Matt and Bird, um, on my Ryder Cup trip and good friends for years. We've lived together. And I just wanted this to feel like three boys sitting down after the round, which is literally what it was, with a couple drinks and recapping the experience. Everything you can imagine that's important to guys and gals having an amazing weekend together, we go through. So I'm not going to go into this too much because this is one of our longer episodes. I just kind of wanted the conversation of free flow and be natural and give you guys as much detail as possible. So I just wanted to thank again, um, Jeff and, and Chris over at and the Sand Valley team for having us. It was an amazing experience. It was one of the most unique golf experiences I've ever had. I've played from Scotland to Hawaii to private to public. And I can say confidently that Sand Valley in Wisconsin was unlike anything I've ever experienced. And I'll let you guys dive into this episode. Highly recommend going to the end um, because we've got a funny segment where we rate the most important things on a golf trip from one to 10 at the very end from everything you can imagine. And if you're ever thinking about going on a golf trip with friends, you got to listen to this because this resort may be at the top of your list after listening to this. I don't know. I'll let you guys decide. But uh, yeah, you guys go ahead and dive in. Enjoy it. Hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at the Par Train, and uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Take care. All right, guys, we've got a lot of firsts this episode. Okay, we've got three things that we haven't done before. First, this is a new mini series. Okay, we've got chipping away. We've done different interviews. This is called Out of the Office. Okay, and this is about golf travel and just traveling with your buddies. And if we're gonna go somewhere. And we get the opportunity to experience it ourselves. We want to share it. And we want to tell you guys what we liked and what we didn't. So that's first. This is new part of the mini series. Two, maybe most importantly, I got a couple buddies here with me. What's going making on? Making their debut on the podcast. We got Matt and Bird. Bird, do you want to give a quick backstory of why you're called Bird? No. Is that helpful context? It sure is. That's not okay. as interesting well, as it Yeah, that's like. a mystery. Okay. We'll keep him a mystery. Matt and Bird used to live together in Redondo Beach, and now we're all in different places. But we all travel together to uh, Sand Valley in Wisconsin, um, but we've been playing golf for years. Part of the Ricky Cup crew mm. that I've talked about many times on the show, which is a Ryder Cup trip in Palm Springs every year with 16 guys. Shout out to the Ricky crew. Um, so, hey, you know what? Let me set some context real quick. You guys tell me if you agree. I think you two are maybe the two hardest people to impress in regards to something golf-related or in general, okay? Because Matt, when I tell you something that I'm enthused about, granted, 
I'm an enthusiasm guy. I get enthused by a lot of things. When I tell Everything. you about it, yeah, yeah, yeah. you say, nah. That's usually your response. Listen, we got a high bar. I'm a little guy, but I got a high bar, and I, I expect my experiences to exceed said bar. So I think that's important to know because your guys' endorsement or criticism, mm-hmm. it's hard to impress you. So you, they should know that going in. Um, and third, guys, this is exciting. Okay. We're sponsored. Whoa. This is our first sponsored episode. Wow. Roback, heard no of longer, them? We're no longer pre-revenue in this pod. Heard of them? Does that Roback? Mean you can't cuss on the on air anymore. Hey, you does can that say work? whatever you want. I, I want you that. to be yourself. You know, Roback is in town. Okay, let me just give quick uh, backstory here. We've been doing this podcast almost three years now, and have never gotten a sponsor. We wanted to make sure that we got the right one, someone that we actually cared about and enjoyed. And Matt here actually found them before us, so. Before I go into why I think Roback is awesome, I got to kick it to you. I got to say, Roback makes the greatest golf polos on the face of the planet. And this is the guy, again, that replies to everything with, meh. A, again, for a smaller man like myself, they're small, true to size, fits nicely. You got that, you got that stay sharp collar. Mm. That thing stays up nice. There's no baconing. There's no... Great structure. Yeah, great structure on that collar. Uh-huh. But it's that fabric, man. You get that little stretch. Mm. Tucks nicely. Mm. Really just all around high quality, high quality product. They've been a sponsor for the NBA Masters. Shout out to the Waduke down in uh, Durham, North Carolina for a couple years. Duke guy. Got my first hands on a uh, a tournament tournament polo a couple years back, and I Mm. haven't looked back since. Yeah, and also the the little dog logo on the the chest, I think. Pretty badass. I think it's, we were talking about this on the course, you know, some people get a little, they only want to wear something that's known. They only want to wear, you know, a Travis Matthew or a Polo or a Nike or something that's known. I actually kind of like wearing something that's a little bit more obscure. Well, you don't want to be that guy who's like head to toe, like the Nike guy. You yeah. know what I'm talking about. Sure. You don't want to be that Strat. guy. Yeah. Strat. Strat. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Strat. See you later, Strat. Nobody wants to be Strat. <laughs> You're the kind of guy that likes teeing it up with your buddies, having a beer or two. You're a rowback guy. If you're the kind of guy who likes to show up at the course, pretending like it's an audition to mm. be a golf extra on an episode of Law and Order SVU, oh, then maybe you maybe you're strat and you wear the pants and you're 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 mm. going you're branded in the uh, the mainstream. We're rowback guys. Yeah, I mean, I will say the guys in the pro shop uh, at Sand Valley, which we'll get into in a second, uh, saw our rowback gear. We were all sporting it all weekend and. They were like, dude, Roback has some really good shit. I like Roback a lot. And I'm like, dude, I know. Bottom line is, I didn't know right away, but I put it on and it fit like a dream. And the structured collar stays. And I gotta say, they just look, they look good. And they're all about the guys I will say, the founders, who actually we're gonna have on the podcast next week, which we'll post the following Sunday or two Sundays from now. Um, Awesome people. So I'm excited for you guys to hear about that. But guys, Enter the code PARTRAIN at Roback.com. Their URL is also on their Instagram page, which you should follow. And you'll get 20% off. 20%. Get your first uh, Roback polo and whatever you want on there. So, yeah, make sure you guys do that. And we're excited to have Roback on board and hear about their story next podcast. So, okay. What is out-of-office 
version one or episode one about. It's about Sand Valley, which is in Wisconsin. Okay, little context. Sand Valley was voted the best new golf course in the United States two years in a row with the original course, Sand Valley, and their latest course, Mammoth Dunes. Sand Valley was built and designed by Cor Crenshaw, who's basically, arguably, the best um, architect in the game right now. And then David McClay Kidd, who built the original Band of Dunes, did Mammoth Dunes. Mm. Um, so, it's in Nikusa, Wisconsin, central Wisconsin. You probably don't know where that is. Hour and a half from Madison, which we are right now. You probably don't know where that is. Probably a great option, actually, if you're not going to stay. Well, we'll get into it. You should probably stay on property, but if you're wanting to spend a night in Wisconsin somewhere, I think Madison's a great a nice college town. town yeah. You know, if you want to have some fun, um, two and a half from Milwaukee and four and a half from Chicago. So super accessible. So let's just get right into it then. You guys. Oh, and real quick, what are your guys' handicaps so people know? Flirting with a nine. Ten. Okay, I'm a seven for context. Yeah, you are. Okay. Okay. So you guys were going to a golf resort for the first time together outside of our Ryder Cup trip. You get onto the property on, was it Friday? Pull in yes. on Friday. What are your guys' first impressions? What, how are you, what's, what are you feeling? What's going through your mind? What stands out? I'd say for me, it was like, it felt very new and fresh. Hmm. Like it fit the bill of like a brand new two-year-old golf resort to me. And also just like the scenery here in the middle of the woods in Wisconsin. Uh, that was kind of, I think, like the freshness of it. Yeah, I thought that was interesting too. The drive-in, it was pretty damn remote. Yeah. Like you didn't pass much. And it was tree-lined pretty much all the way down. And it's called yeah. Sound Valley. You kind of expected there to be a little like break in the action. But this thing's buried deep in the forest. And yep. then it just opens up to this yeah. like vast wonderland. Yep. It's pretty cool. Yeah, for me, since I've been abandoned before, I know that the and we've had Chris Kaiser on. If you guys haven't listened to that episode, let's go back to one of our earlier episodes with um, he's a COO of um, the Kaiser Golf Company that builds these great resorts like Bandon and Sand Valley and then Cabot Links. Um, but for me, I'd say what stood out when I first arrived versus Bandon was I personally love being in the center of trees and forests and feeling like I'm out. I don't know if it's a Midwest roots, but I actually enjoy that more than ocean. So that was great to, to feel like I'm in the middle of nowhere yeah. and almost hit that reset button, you know, yeah. but also like the extracurriculars I think stood out to me. Like I, like I knew a lot more about it than you guys did going in, but knowing that there's like, you know, the grass tennis courts, there's hiking, there's kayaking, there's yoga, there's, all of these activities with par three course and the lodging on site. It was just cool to see it in person. And it felt, it's interesting. I feel the newness. It wasn't new in the sense that it was sterile. You know what I mean? Like it, it felt like inviting oh, yeah. and Don't rustic to the sense, but yeah. I newness in the sense that yeah. everything was in great shape and, yeah. and condition. Yeah. You know? Okay. So day one, let's walk through what we do. We arrive and we're playing mammoth dunes, which is the newer course. Par 73, we can get into that. Um, but we arrive and we start on the Sandbox, which is a 17-hole par 3 course. And this is kind of the Kaiser's thing. They have par 3 courses to promote fun amongst friends before and after rounds. And they usually don't do 18 holes so that it keeps it fun. You're not thinking about score and you're able to just kind of dick around as, as friends. Shoes off, dogs, six people to a group, whatever you want. 
So start the trip with the par three course, 17 holes. A lot of the holes Which, are like- Which, thank God. If yeah, we had not right? done that, can you imagine? No, those greens. No. Like you gotta get used to it. Yeah. These courses are not- What did you need to get used to? So these are these are courses that you need to you need to play the game that the course gives you, yeah. and it's firm, it's fast, and if you're not playing off the mounds short of the green, you're probably not holding the green, and you're rolling into a trap in the back. Yeah, this is true link style golf at its finest, and you definitely need a little warm up of the 56 yard par three course. And we were hitting 52s and 54s, 56s, and we yeah. were not holding a single green no. flat. And I think that was a nice. I would recommend any person that plays in the future. I think the, the yeah. warm up round at uh at the little seventeen at the, at the sandbox is a pretty pretty instrumental in your ability to also, navigate that course. Super fun to me. Yeah. I mean I you don't get to play a lot of courses like that. It's fun to just mess around. Yeah. Not care too much about the score, chip, bump and run, up and down, putt around a mound. It was a really cool feeling that we got out of the car, we checked in, and we just like the first time we brought our bags, we shouldn't have brought our bags. Yeah. All you need is two wedges. Yeah. I brought a 52, 56, and a putter. You walk down with just three clubs, and it's just us. It felt like no one was out there, and yeah. we're able to just like ease into the trip. Yeah. And it's I nice to get a swing on a tee box that isn't consequential right? before you before you go. And I think that's even a better level of warming up than the range. Oh, yeah. Because the range, you're thinking about your swing. You're trying to get ready. You're trying to fix You things. hit 32 drivers for the nine drivers you're hitting on the course right right. <laughs> right so totally would recommend the sandbox the sandbox is almost a must pretty much any start of the day in my opinion now i will say so there are a lot of the part three courses at the resorts that we've been to yeah and i do think that there is a little bit of a difference between what they set up better for hmm. the cradle which is the part three course of pinehurst to me reads as a after you're 18 in the morning you go out to the cradle with a couple clubs, you have a few brewskis, and you play another nine on yeah. the cradle, you know what I mean? Yeah. Versus this one, I don't think that I would find a lot of, I don't think it would be that fun to have played the sandbox after the round. I really enjoyed yeah. it as a warm up. Yeah. I don't know if I'd enjoy it as a, cause it was, it's really tough. Yeah. And it's not, it's not like you're throwing it up in the air and watching it spin back. Like it's a little bit of a grind. Yeah. So I think that it's almost better as a, pre-round i agree for sure and to your point like i wouldn't have been ready i would have made countless mistakes yeah. on probably the first five holes if i didn't play that first do you think then you realizing do you think I you would have been disappointed if you had booked a trip ahead of time and decided one day you were going to play the sandbox as like your day and then you showed up and you got with the sandboxes not that it's a bad thing but it's yeah. a 52 yard hole you theoretically could putt yeah, I think so. I think people should know that I don't think it's a standalone thing. And granted, to you're going to see, they have little, uh, it's called the sandbox. They got little shovels as the tee box or tee markers, yeah, which is cool. Pretty cute. Um, yeah, adorable. And then they also have a shovel probably 20 yards off of that. Um, and we were wondering what it is. It actually marks the putting course. So every hole is designed to be able to putt it if you want, which I think is cool. I wish we actually would have tried that. We didn't have enough time and to Maybe that's to a good that. afternoon version of the... Actually, yeah. Because that's, that's more of a, you're holding a beer and you can Yeah, if you have a beer, yeah. that would actually be a lot of fun to do. Um, but no, that was a great warm-up. Would highly recommend it. I agree. I wouldn't like it as much after. I actually liked going back out on the course yep. after. Um, Sand Valley has a great six-hole loop, which we can talk about when we talk about today for day two. But 
yeah, I'd recommend that. Okay, so we do the sandbox. We got a little time. Uh, we go into our first round at Sand Valley. It's Mammoth Dunes. When you're looking out on number one, what's going through your mind? Well, I think the first thing that stands out is the tee box is literally on the putting green. At the, <laughs> the top practice of the, green? With the practice green, yeah. which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, don't know how I feel about that. You didn't like that? Like, literally, it was a step off of the putting green up top. I thought uh, that was very, uh, very old course. I was kind of into that. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of into it. Just, it's, it's by everything. So you yeah. get that, you know, people are you watching. Feel the, yeah, you feel the I'm fine with that. I mean, the energy. It, it could be more than a step away from that's the putting fair. green. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. He wants a little bit of a gap. I need a little bit of a gap. Yeah. Okay, so and, let's... And that first fairway is probably 150 yards wide. Yeah. Yeah. It's inviting. Yeah. So... Overall, we're not gonna like take people through hole to hole and shot by shot, but let's let's talk about our experience on Mammoth Dunes. I think the more the more I think about it, the more perfect Mammoth is as a name for that golf course. Yeah, it's it's a little over the top. Marketing guy. I mean, we're talking this this is a, this is an animal with tusks that were ten feet long and they had oh. dreadlocks hanging from its body. Oh, this is a ridiculous this is a ridiculous animal, right? Mm-hmm. And this course, this course is a little bit over the top. This thing is, it's big, it's wide. There was a there was a fairway where I buzz you in the middle, and this is out on the course when you're expecting it to be winding through kind of the course, and you were 117 yards on the other side of the fairway from me. Yeah. And both RT shots were in the fairway fine. Uh, this, so this course is, is is a little. It's woolly mammoth is a perfect uh, perfect analogy for it. I feel like. Like, do you like looking around? Being surrounded by trees, dunes, and bunkers like everywhere is that pretty to you? Or are you, because you talked, we were talking at dinner, yeah, and you're like, you usually prefer like lush green, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and we talked about, you know, not all links courses are like in Scotland, sure. they're brown, and a lot of Americans are into that. Did you guys like the aesthetic? Did you look? Did you have wow moments it's, on Mammoth? I don't. I mean, I, I mean, I think it is impressive, and I think I came to like it. But it's also weird. It feels a bit unique with all the sand. It's almost like you want it to be a desert course, but it's in the middle of Wisconsin forest. Yeah. So just kind of weird. Yeah, weird. Interesting juxtaposition it's, there. Yeah, and it's like I'm not used to it. I think that maybe that's why. Like, it was a little bit. It was just different. Right. Like, not bad, but it took me kind of a while to get used to that kind of. But frankly, thing. I mean, you can. There's a million courses you can find that are wooded and there's a million ones you can find that are desert like this is was an interesting if you're gonna trek out to sand valley you want something a little interesting yeah and it definitely delivered there yeah i would say it's it definitely had like it was it was one of those courses where i stand up on the tee box i'm like wow yeah to me again i just love feeling like i'm in the middle of nowhere yeah and a part of something that's like huge yeah you know it feels like a huge property it feels like it makes you feel small yeah basically and like like you said like we this is a holiday weekend. There's people out on the course, and we never saw a soul. Shout out to Jeff. Thanks for you know hooking up our trip for us. But we know that based on the tee sheet and our availability, they're booked all weekend. Yeah. It's a holiday weekend. Yeah. Yet the way the course was built, and I guess the size of each hole. Yeah. And the way they open up. You're basically just on your hole. And is that, do you think that that's a function of, so the way it's laid out, it definitely does punish bad shots. But I played with one ball. Like, you don't lose balls. Yeah. And because you don't have assholes, like, looking for their Strixon, 
for 13 minutes after a oh, mediocre whoa, t-shirt. Shots, You're wearing a Strix on and then, I, I'm not saying, just saying. Just saying. I hack it around too. Sometimes I throw the ball out in the woods. Not a top flight, not a Wilson. Wow. Go straight for Strix and throw it there. Okay. Strix on wants to sponsor the podcast. Maybe we have other things to say. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That's neither here nor there. My point being, but the fact that you're not spending time looking for balls, you wonder yeah. if that moves along play, prevents there from being any big bottlenecks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we played what four hours, four and a half. Four, four and a half. Four and yeah. We walked. You know, a, it's a, it's a well. Monster. Everyone walks. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a monster walk. There's no riding at, at any Kaiser property. They try and make it, you know, and as sh- authentic to what golf was meant to be. And chose not to play with caddies. Yeah. Uh, Did you guys regret that? No. You need to play these both these courses twice. Yeah. And if you're not going to have the ability to play it twice, you probably would have a better time with a caddy. Mm. That's fair. But it would be... I, it's To me, it's like the money versus value prop. But I yeah. think, again, and I will probably get to this, in my head, the whole time I'm thinking, I just need to get my dad here, like the whole time. <laughs> if I brought my dad here, probably get a caddy, mm. right? Yeah. So I'm going to carry his clubs... Or both of ours, and like just one for the group, just yeah. to get the knowledge. Yeah, so like, you don't need to lay up every shot, but like yeah. it helps to know. Oh, hey, you have 15 yards back of that green, or you're dead right. Let me ask you about shots. that. When you do have a caddy, when they tell you you're looking at a 170 yard shot, and they tell you to pull your nine iron and put it over there, and you're like, that's stupid, and you do it, and you do it, yeah. and you walk up, and it was a good shot. Yeah. Do you feel fulfilled, or do you feel like you kind of hacked something? Because I don't like the feeling. I feel like I, it wasn't my it wasn't my idea, right. and therefore, like I don't give myself the credit yeah. for executing. I agree. I don't like I don't like the they tell you what club to pull mm. or that kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. like just tell me that there's, you need to be short. There's ten yeah, 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 yeah. Like don't be too like in yeah. my head and in my game. Which yeah. can you imagine how difficult it is to be a to be a looper? No, be a caddy. You got you got me who doesn't want to know. You got like. Walter from Chicago oh, who wants to know every inch and he's going to blame you for it. You know what I mean? Yes. Like there's got to be such a range. I was telling Matt on the course today that I, the one area that I've struggled with caddies is um, sometimes I will, I'll trust them too much oh, with yeah. putts and yeah, yeah. yardages right, exactly. that I won't actually figure it out myself. Yeah. And I don't commit to the yeah, shot yeah. because I feel like I just was told something and right. I don't go through the pre-shot routine that makes me commit yeah, to a shot. Yeah, you turn your head off. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. the thing we haven't said is sometimes, you know, I think caddies are great and I think they're super helpful. I personally don't know how I would have played Bannon without a caddy. I think Sand Valley's a little bit yeah. easier. Mm-hmm. There were definitely, we can talk about it, but there's definitely shots that we missed because we oh, didn't know sure. yeah. where also, there's a bunker landing area was. A lot of what we're saying is just like, manage your caddy. Tell him. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Or her not to, right. you know. Which is not the theme of this podcast. But sometimes caddies, you know, depending on the personality of the caddy, like how lucky were we that we have three good friends together on our own at right. an amazing resort where you feel you're out alone on the course. Right. One round we were barefoot yeah. the entire round. Yeah. Some random dude walking alongside us could hurt that or, you know. Yeah, best sometimes caddies, bottom same. line, can throw off yeah. that because it's, you know, it's a plus service. And... Plus, if the caddy's got your bag and he's 100 yards away, it's way harder to hear the tunes. So, oh, that's a fair point. Oh. Put that out there. Okay. Yeah. By the way, not anti-caddy. Not anti-caddy. Love caddies. Yeah, we Love went the on a long time about caddies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from the caddies. Okay, so, again, we're not going to go on every shot, so just tell me your thoughts on... When you were walking up 18 for the first time, 
I think and the we didn't know we were gonna play eighteen. The I think the big time, so we, the big takeaway from from Mammoth to me was it's it's built to facilitate a fun time out on the course. Yeah, you know, there are a lot of you can't say that about part. a lot of golf no. courses, by the way. It's not trying to trick you necessarily. It's not trying to be harder for no reason. They're the greens are quick and they're hard, but they roll true and they're fair and they're yeah. fair. Yeah, and there are a ton of just beautiful elevated tee boxes at shorter shortish par fours where you can just take your driver out and let it ride. Yeah, and like I, just from just an overall playability. I think for a course of its reputation and standing to be so player friendly is something that shouldn't be discounted when evaluating it. Now, the one thing, totally agree. The one thing I think we should clarify is like you've got municipal courses around, like we played Alondra in Redondo. Shout out. Shout out to Alondra Park golf, <laughs> golf course. But that course. RIP Z's wrist. When you, think of, uh, when you think of easy. Like a course like that might come to mind because it's straight away, you can spray it anywhere, there's shorter holes, oh, no, yeah. and you can score. But I want to just clarify, like, this is a huge golf property yep. yeah. that has elevation change, forced carries, yeah. a lot of bunkers, but I think the cool thing that I found in Mammoth that I didn't experience in Sand Valley, or really any course that I've ever played, is there are multiple times when we missed the ball. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, I came up all the way over here. Yeah. Like, I got really good breaks. Yeah, yeah. And so the architects built it in a way to reward and have slopes yeah. that, yeah, funnels it back to where you might yeah. not think you were. Yeah. But it still requires shot making. And the and even when and when you do go in, say, the, the waste area, the bunk those bunkers, I found they were pr- like they're well maintained, and yeah. they were. It was a pretty manageable. It was like a fluffy, good sand. Yeah, like you can put it back in play and get about your business. You're not in there like hacking it out, putting it parallel and feeling or horizontal yeah. and feeling like an idiot. You know, I thought I just think that it's for a place that positions itself as this is supposed to make this is supposed to be golf. Like yeah. this is it. Yeah, like it was the perfect combination of difficulty, beauty, and playability, fun. So let me ask you this. I thought to myself when we finished 18 on Mammoth, that was probably the most fun I've ever had on a golf course. And I'm not just saying that because we're First reviewing it. First 18 or 18? You're talking about whole day. Whole day. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought I really, like, we weren't, like, we were still keeping our score. Like, we were playing legit. And I can't remember the time that I tried shots that I never tried. Like, I'm going to try putting up that hill or rolling it up a hill to roll it down because I felt like that was the best play. And I was going for greens. Yeah, and I was also playing smart. I was really curious. What do you think makes a round, or a course, so fun? I think, I mean, part of it, I think, is the wide fairways. Yeah. Like, you're keeping your ball. You're not getting beaten down by losing balls. not getting beat down, like, hacking out of sand, like, my round at Sand Valley today. But uh, (laughs) we'll get to that. And uh, As he wears a hat that says sand. (laughs) 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 The the other thing I think is, like, like you said, it's like you do, it's a, you you are making shots. Like, you're trying to make shots. You're not just, oh, I'm going to hit middle of the green or I'm going for the pin every time. And it's like. Oh, like I am absolutely dead, you know, front right, and I got to put this ball over here, or I have to put this 15 yards short and let it run up. So you're like constantly making shots, and yeah. then the beauty is you're normally not crushed, other than maybe that one real bad miss area. 
if like you said, if you have a slight miss, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. So it's like a combination of like, I'm really trying to make shots. And if I'm slightly off, it's not a big deal. I think that's in general, the courses I prefer is the ones that the demanding shot is that approach shot. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to make birdie or par, you need to hit a good shot in, but you put it in greenside bunker, you can make bogey versus the courses that demand that perfect drive. And if you're in the rough, you ain't getting there. Mm-hmm. You know what Behind I mean? Behind trees. Yeah. Right. It's just a little bit more fun when you can like, you get your shot at the, at the pin every time. Cause that's the fun one, right? Yeah. Like the tee shot's fine to let it go and whatever, but the real fun shot is when you, when you pure that six iron, you see it going toward the pin and you're excited. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's, I would define my fun by, and obviously the, your company matters and we've been friends for a while. So that was great to all be there together. But I think I could describe my experiences there as I was constantly pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Hmm. Which is a cool feeling when normally it's easy to bog yourself down and get on, you know, get on yourself. Yep. Where it's like, oh shit, I ended up here again, or I ended up there again, and of course I hit it, and it ended up in the one spot I couldn't hit. Yep. I was more pleasantly surprised than bogged down, which I think doesn't happen very often yeah. on golf courses. Yeah. And it was beautiful. You're talking about like on the course, like the shots you had. Yeah. Because yeah. I was thinking too about... Like with my results. I had no... I was pleasantly surprised about Sand Valley, because I didn't have a lot of expectations going in. Mm-hmm. And I guess like, I think part of it is so new... I mean, it has a great reputation early on, but I mean, it's what not, does that mean? It's, yeah. it's not Bandon, it's not yeah. Ryan Harris, it's not you know, it's yeah. not these courses. It doesn't have this big name yet. Yeah, it's, so it's just it doesn't like, have oh, the accolades just experience. Yet. I'm here to experience it, and it was super great. But yeah, I didn't like get let down by my expectations, so, right? Which also I think helps. Yeah, I just want to read this before we move on to day two. The back nine at Mammoth Dunes is a drivable ten is a drivable par four, then a par five. Then a really nice par four, a short par three, a drivable par four, a par five, a mid-length downhill awesome par three, a pretty great uphill par four, and a par five. Like, think about, for me, my favorite stretch is a drivable four, a reachable five, Mm -hmm. and a a great mid mid to short par three. And the entire back nine was that. Like we were just having an absolute blast. So when I finished Mammoth Dunes yeah. and then we play it again, and then it's and it's straight out link style, you right? You don't yeah, you go out and back. then you come so back in for the back. You're night. getting a little bit of momentum, yeah. And then you're that seven eight nine stretch is pretty nice, yeah. And it kind of built up, and I think that we were all kind of expecting a little bit of a letdown, but then that back nine was just so fun coming back in. Amazing. What do you guys think about that uh, Italian beef hot dog combo? Hey, the that Italian beef fucked. I was into it. How good was that Italian beef sandwich? Do you regret getting the hot dog? dog. I got the hot dog. Do you regret it? He had no choice. He'd been thinking about that hot dog too long. I don't regret anything. Oh, Sandman. (laughs) 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 Because just an FYI, guys, you got this Italian beef sandwich with this weird pepper mix. Gordin? Gordin is what I think what it's called. People know what it is. Yeah, it's all chopped up. Pretty good. I mean, based on what I just heard from Bird, I would recommend getting the Italian beef sandwich when you go. Oh, also, real quick, we haven't talked about this. Uh, the price of the oh, food. Oh, yeah. Let me describe what we got at the turn. Let's go down Let, to Augusta let's, National. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go back. We got two Italian beef sandwiches, a hot dog, three beers, three beers, and it was twenty one dollars. Yeah. And at the turn today on Sand Valley at Craig's Porch, which we're going to, I got two tacos, an ice cream sandwich, and a beer, and it was ten dollars. 
So yeah. shout out. Talk about pleasantly surprised. That's another example of being yeah. pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I thought it was really cool how they kind of didn't nickel and dime you once you're on the course, paid a ton of money to be there. Yeah. $2 domestics, $3 right. bougie beers. Which is a nice surprise. On the course is a nice It was little. so funny. The first time we saw the cart girl, remember, yeah. we yeah. were like, uh, do we want to drink yet? It's a little early. Maybe we'll wait. And then Bird goes to Matt. Oh, no. What did the cart girl say to you? Well, Four? So I got I got a beer and a Reese's Pieces. <laughs> oh, Reese's Pieces guy. Got him multiple <laughs> times during the trip, FYI. Go ahead. And uh, so <laughs> it was beer, brought him back today. Beer, yeah. little bag of Reese's Pieces. And she said, $4. And I was like, first I thought she meant like 24 And I'm like, okay, that's a little ridiculous for this type of But you believed it. <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, oh, no, like I got a beer on, with this, you know? Yeah. She's like, no, $4. In which case I turned and yelled at you guys. I was like, beers are $3. $3, so guys. And then we're like, <laughs> all right, let's get beers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, so then we went up real quick to finish day one. We played twice. We played 36 that day. It is, you are going to be tired. I mean, it's a... There's elevation change. It's a big walk. It's a big course. Yeah, that second um, 18, you need that push cart. Yeah, I would recommend the push cart every round, personally. The, the I big, thought carrying bogged me the down a little bit. Cart. Yeah. The pull cart. The, pull the big pull cart. cart, yeah. Pull. And because they have such big wheels, you can take them on the greens, which yeah, is nice. nice. Um, but that was really helpful. And then we went up to the porch area where there's lights on the flags on the putting green, the practice green, which is right there. So if you want to putt at night with drinks after dinner, you can putt at night. They're lit up. Um, we ate out on the patio where there's fire pits and lights and everything. Um, real quick, should we? What did you guys think of the post round experience? The food. So the, the scene, service. The scene is awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're up. You're on the highest point of the course, overlooking most of Mammoth. Yeah. It's a really cool scene. I dig the fire pits. All of this stuff. Like everything's there. Food at the restaurant. Didn't didn't reach the level of the food on the course. Yeah, yeah, that it was fair, good. Yeah. I'd say good, not great. You know, no offense, not, but uh, the scene is awesome. I'm mean, gonna definitely hang up there again in really? my head the entire time. I'm thinking, yeah, when Dad comes out here, we're smoking some cigars, cigars yeah, right. by the fire with the yeah. whiskey. It's a cool place to hang out. For sure. Yeah, I will say the food wasn't like amazing. Maybe we got the wrong things. I'd say the, oh, che- the, the buffalo things. cheese curds were incredible. Buffalo what cheese curds. And the the, uh, the cornbread, the, the panzanella. panzanella, panzanella. Oh yeah, the Baked. heirloom tomatoes Here's grown, grown local. Than panzanella. That was good. That was good. Yeah, again I, from the guy uh, that says Matt, he was given some oh wow yeah. when he was eating yeah. that. Panzanella. That was a that was a good panzanella. I but forgot. The other two were just. I forgot about the buffalo cheese curds. Yeah, those buffalo. cheese curds. Those cheese curds got worth it. The trip. Yeah. Yeah, that was incredible. Um, okay, so then day two, day two, we are staying near uh, Nikusa, so. We get to the course at around yeah, eight. St- by the way, stay like stay on the course. Stay on the course. Right? Yeah, like, stay on stay the course. At Sand Valley. Yeah, we couldn't yeah. because they were booked, and we kind of booked it last minute. But the the lodging on, especially if you can be on the sandbox, there's these lodges right on the course. You yeah, can walk out of your room and yeah, just chip cool. around. Dream. If you can stay on property, totally do it. But day two, again, we started on the sandbox. It was fun. Did you guys have more fun because you kind of knew what to expect? Yeah, I think we were working out some uh, demons from our 36 the day before. Oh, yeah, we were sore. Oh, yeah, yeah right. we were still a little yeah. sore, but it was a nice little little wake up. Yeah, did a little hands. birdie game. Yeah. You know, started slow, then we had breakfast, and uh, we teed off around 11.40. This time playing Sand Valley. Sand Valley, okay. So it's interesting because both courses look similar in the, the treatment of the bunkering and the rolling dunes and the trees surrounding. 
Um, but the main difference, what they tell you is Sand Valley is more narrow. Oh, yeah. And quicker greens. And Mammoth Dunes is a little bit wider with slower. I mean, not More undulation probably on, on Mammoth. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mammoth is much wider. Yeah, yeah, much wider. I'd say that's the biggest difference. But I think so, too. It feels like a different course. It was a totally different experience. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. I, th- I think Sand Valley is more aesthetically pleasing Interesting. to the eye. Really? For sure. Yeah. Disagree. That was like the biggest thing to me. Wow. Was like the layout looked cooler to me. You think that's just because it was tighter? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. And you also you could see a lot more of the surrounding area. I don't know. I mean, yeah, there were a like couple cool vista. Like, like, yeah, you're yeah. on your hole. You're on your hole. Okay. And like, you can't see any of it because the hole's hole. so damn big. It's all you saw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then at Sand Valley, you kind of knew where you were in relation to other things, and a lot of elevation changes. We could see the other holes. Uh, but I thought it was more aesthetically pleasing, much more challenging. I think basically just because the width, pretty much. Yeah, there was definitely more tension on tee boxes. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where you're, it's more of a feeling I've had in most courses or harder courses yeah. where you're really thinking about, okay, I got to make sure I hit it over here. Yep. Yeah. And I think the main difference I saw too was Sand Valley is more, we were talking about this today. Sand Valley is more, um, intricate and you have to be more precise yeah. without realizing it. If you're going yeah. your first time, you don't have a caddy. Yeah. Like for example, I hit a couple great drives. That ended up in a bunker just right. because I hit the wrong side of a mound yeah. and it bounced down 40 yards and went into a nearby, nearby bunker. And personally, my least favorite feeling on a golf course is feeling like I got penalized for hitting a perfect shot. Right. Whereas Mammoth, almost the opposite happened. I felt like I was rewarded for sometimes hitting a loose shot. Yeah. yeah. But that I think is important. And that's why Sand Valley was so fun to play at the second nine today. Yeah. Right. 100%. It's because yeah. like, if you're going to play it twice or you get caddies, then that's that's not an issue, yeah. right? You know, I think where where Mammoth was a little bit over the top. I wouldn't say it's to like a clown golf level or anything, but right. a little bit over the top. I think that Sand Valley's, um, it's all about subtlety, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It whereas whereas at, at at Mammoth Dunes, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a break over the swell, and you're gonna have to. It's gonna be a fifteen foot right to left. You're not gonna have that at Sand Valley. Sand Valley, you're barely gonna be able to figure out if it's even moving right or left. Right. So and that made it a little bit more challenging in that sense, but I thought, I think the two courses are pretty great, like together. You know, yeah, they're a great pairing, right? They're a little bit different, even For though sure. they're still kind of in the same vein. For sure. When I was going through Sand Valley today, I was thinking, you know, I'm trying to remember each hole. I'm trying to experience. These guys are freaking out as USC games on right now. Um, but I was thinking throughout it. <laughs> I was thinking throughout it, I could I can't remember. You know, in most courses there's like throwaway holes. Oh yeah, I only remember a few. I thought about that too. I thought every hole on Sand Valley was an amazing hole. Yeah. yeah, like I literally think I said, "Oh wow, every hole." I'll put the front nine at Sand Valley against any course I've ever played. Wow. Oh, like I really thought that front nine was good. Man, I don't know. I thought uh, the Mammoth like back twelve to eighteen. Yeah. Stretch. I think if you put the yes. Sand Valley front with the Mammoth back. Look out. Oh, I'm, did you just innovate something? I'm, I'm doing something. I don't know what's happening there. That, but, that is fair. Yeah. So I was thinking throughout, despite each hole's layout. So to me, what matters most for a course is layout. And I've been thinking about this. What makes a, a good layout to you guys? 
What does that mean? We I mean, say it. I think like the ob- well to me the obvious answer is like it fits with the natural like contours of the land, right? Mm-hmm. Like they didn't just bulldoze in a bunch of like mounds for the hell of it, and it's like that you're following following the land, which yeah. I think they did. Mm-hmm. Like, but I think I mean I think that's just like course architecture one on one, but really felt natural here as well too. So, but I think that's most important to me. Yeah. So you just don't want it to feel overly manufactured, exactly. or like clown golf per se. Yeah, or yeah. Okay. Or just like leveled out flat. Yeah, yeah. Right I think the straightaways. Yeah. One of the things that I think I noticed at Sand Valley was there were now there were a couple instances where we didn't realize there was a bunker in the middle of the fairway that I ran into right, and that you. Just, but for the most part, the sloping and maybe this goes back to Bird's point, it was all very logical. Like, if it looked like there was a big yeah. hill on the right side, there was probably a hill on the right side. You could put it up on the hill and it'll roll down. Like, there, was a lot, there wasn't yeah. a lot of, like, b- surprise. Right. Like, if you put the ball in a play, like, down, down a line that you were like, uh, you walked up to it, half the time it was like, uh, you're in the bunker. You know what I mean? Right. I think that that was a, a cool piece of it or a, a part that I appreciated. Yeah, for me, good layout always meant, I like, to your point, I like having holes that have some either undulation, elevation change, or a left to right dog yeah, leg, right. right? Feel like it has character. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just, not just, not the just straight, straight away. Yeah, the straight 20 yards to the right par four, straight yeah. 20 yards to the right par four. Yeah. And then that it, it's not stupid, you know, it's playable, yeah. and it's a fun, and it looks cool. Did y'all I, use... I love the beauty of it. Did y'all use every club in your bag today? I, oh, you're right. I think I did. I don't think yeah. about I didn't think about that, but I absolutely I totally did, did actually. Yeah. Like maybe more than any course I've ever played. Yeah, and I think that part a part of that is because of the greens. Like, how many times did we use eight irons around the greens oh, just yeah. to move it down? That kind of helps you get a little bit more variety in those short irons. But yeah, that's another thing I would say to anyone that comes. Take it from me, I would get like seventy yard shots all the time, and I'm trying to hit like my normal stock sixty degree. Like you got to club up, you can't do it, and you got to choke down, or you got to take an eight iron around the greens. Like I was hitting a nine iron around the greens as we were finishing today, yeah. which I never do. I usually like to carry it, or most my bump and run was usually with like fifty two degree. Yeah. Where today the the lies are so tight and yeah. it's sandy terrain that you gotta just It'll bump scoop it. that thing. So yeah, that's don't scary. waste your whole trip. Not that it'll waste it. But you will chunk a lot of shots and you will skull shots because you're not used to lies that are that tight. I would just recommend clubbing up, choking down, and just bumping around. And it's more fun. Like if you commit to it and playing a style of golf you don't normally play, it's more fun. So, big question. Oh, here it is. Sand Valley, Mammoth Dunes. Who do you got? Can we start with your answer that you said? (laughs) Because you said something interesting yesterday. I'm saying if, if I could only play one. Like, I'm going to go just one time and I'll only play one course. Which you should never do, by the way. But if you did. I'm playing Mammoth. I thought it was it was a little bit more over the top, a little bit more interesting. Something you never Something you'll never play, see and you never play otherwise. again. But I think that if I lived in Wisconsin and I played here fairly regularly, I would choose to play Sand Valley on a more regular basis. And why is that? I think the subtlety of Sand Valley was more interesting. I think that... Um, I think it's just like navigating the course, once you kind of figured it out, it is a little more demanding. Um, I think I think just think it would be, yeah. it would offer more of a consistent, interesting challenge. That's, that's really interesting. I totally understand. I think I agree. Yeah. Because I don't know how to describe that Sand Valley felt like a course like I would normally play, just at a different level of beauty and layout. Yeah. 
like again I can't remember a, a course that I thought every hole was was fucking awesome. It was interesting, yeah. But it felt more like a standard golf experience that I'm used to, like in a championship level. Right, right, right. But like we're navigating to your point. We're str- we're we're strategizing, we're navigating yeah. it. Where Mammoth, I think, is more of like you can grip it and rip it yeah. and kind of see where it ends up. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. I agree. I think Mammoth is the more I'll say more fun and playable. Yeah. But Sand Valley definitely more technical. Yeah. Subtle, like you said. Yeah, but if you're I mean, if you're like at a if you're doing a boys trip bachelor party where well, you have some guys that aren't as you do you throw them out on on Mammoth and I think that they can still have a good time. Yeah. For the most part. But, I mean, I think that I mean, there's no need to choose, right? I mean, that's, like, the lucky part of it. But I agree. I think if you play if you play there a hundred times, you want to play Sand Valley more often. Yeah. What's your breakdown? Ooh. Go. 70-30. I was thinking that. Really? Yeah. You'd play Sand Valley 70% of the time? If I had to play a hundred yeah. times, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I would. Really? Yeah. You disagree? You closer to 50-50? Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I like no, Mammoth I think, better. I think I'm 50-50. You're alternating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, li- I liked Mammoth better. Yeah. But I'm I think I'd like it. You kind of get sick of it a little yeah. bit. I mean, yeah. It's I get not that. Quite as interesting. Yeah. Can't have cheesecake every day. But I liked it better. That's right. more fun playing it. Yeah. Yeah, I might be 50 50, maybe 55 45, but very close. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's rare to not shoot a good score and want to play it again. Yeah. Hmm. Normally, I'd say majority of the time, if you don't play well somewhere, yeah, there's a direct it's, correlation it's between easy how you to play say it. you don't like the course. Yeah, I agree with that. And so maybe you feel like you can get more out of Sand Valley with the experience. Like the more we played, I feel like I could shape strokes off or I would change oh, my club sure. there. Oh, yeah. Or yeah, 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 I'd be yeah. interesting. Remember the, what hole was it? Was that 17 on yeah, Sand Valley when yeah. Crazy Bull? Oh, part yeah, three yeah, 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 yeah. Part three? Yeah. The only long part three we played, by yeah. the way. Um, crazy bowl. Yep. And we had these crazy putts that after we finished the hole, we went back to the top of the green and we all tried the putts again. Yeah. yeah. When's we've played maybe a hundred rounds of golf together. Yeah. We I don't, you don't have cause ever, to, but yeah. We right. don't think we've ever gotten together and all tried a putt. Yeah. Yeah. You know? We all tried different routes too. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And it, yeah, I, I can't say enough about the greens, honestly. Like yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna ha- I'm having to have a very hard time going back. Like these things they're rough, like they're they're hard and fast. Yeah. But they roll so true and not they weren't frustrating to me. Like they were fast, but they weren't like it yeah. wasn't ridiculous. It you was didn't feel crazy. Even like especially today at San Valley, all the you'd see all the ball marks. Like on the greens they get peppered. Yeah. I don't know what it is though. <laughs> they just don't affect the roll. And like I don't quite yeah. get it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's about the sand or like what they're doing. Yeah, but... yeah. Because they didn't, they weren't necessarily like gorgeous. Like you'd see a bunch of ball marks, but but it wasn't bumpy when no, you put it. No, it yeah. true. It was just yeah, crazy. So real quick, before we talk about, we got to talk about course number three that's being built that we got to see before, um, in progress by Tom Doak, the architect. Um, but before we do that, to recap real quick, day one we did Mammoth thirty six yep. with Sandbox par three course before it. Day two we did Sandbox, and then we did twenty seven. On Sand Valley, I was just thinking. Do you think the ideal trip, if if guys come out, guys or gals come and have a group trip, yep. is it better to do Sandbox to start and Mammoth Sand Valley each day, or you change it up, or would oh. you rather have it where you get to tackle the course you just played in the morning again and have that that memory of tackling new shots? That's what do a good you think question. is more fun? I think for the first time, you probably want to do them both the same day. My, maybe my memory isn't as good as y'all's, but I think. 
there's something to like remembering where you were, what what club you hit. Well, see, that's interesting. You are taking it from a, a, a frame of mind of wanting to improve, where some people might just want to it's oh, have leisure huh? and have fun. So it might be more interesting to play two different courses. Oh, you mean day. like you're saying play the same course? Yeah. Again, yeah, I think so too. And that's because you think you can yeah, improve upon. Well, especially it. like courses like these, where you're like, oh, you know, now don't hit that ball. Yeah, yeah. there at the pin high. Yeah, I kind of agree. I think it's cool to have like a themed Mammoth Day and then a Sand Valley Day. But I do think that it's both courses need to be played twice. Also, Agreed. thirty like trying to go thirty like what we did. I think not a ton of people can go. You know, nine at sandbox then 36 nine at sandbox and 27 in two days it's like a ton of golf yeah it is a lot of golf i think you yeah you, we could have probably done four at sandbox just well, to see figure it out yeah avoid avoid that fifth <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh yeah the fifth hole is absurd um okay so real quick before we go to our end segment we're gonna finish the show on we gotta we gotta give jeff props for taking us around and giving us a tour of the new tom Doak course it's gonna be their third course it's gonna be a par 68 which is apparently common in um, Europe and the UK, but not so common here. And I think the perception is that it's an executive course if it's less than 72. So we can talk about that. But first of all, what did you think as we were walking through just massive nothingness, really, and being shown like how this new course is going to be routed? Yeah. I mean, I think it was just fucking cool. Just the experience yeah. of being on land that is about to be a golf course. Like, I don't think I have anything clever to say about this particular layout, just how freaking cool it is and, like, how many people get a chance to do that. So, yeah. I mean, that was awesome. I don't I don't think I, like, you ever wholly appreciate that, like, this was a forest and it's about to be a golf course. Yeah. Like, I, still, to me, that is that blows my mind. How, how logistically <laughs> they pull all those trees out of there, it just, it just gets me. <laughs> Isn't I don't it know. funny how we're in the car and Jeff is like, oh, and the fifth tee box is going to be up on that hill and it's going to fly over all these trees and go down there. And we were all like, oh, wow, that's cool. That seems cool. And I'm like trying to envision it. And then I'm like thinking afterwards, this is absurd. <laughs> your point. Like I was trying to envision it, but yeah. like there is just, it's just massive trees yeah, and shit everywhere. Yeah. And apparently Tom Doke came, saw it his first time and was like, okay, here's the routing. Yeah. And like figured it out that but, quick. Yeah, the, that's like what he was saying. It's like he had like one visit and like yeah. walk, walked around. Like oh, okay, yeah, I got it. Yeah. And like, but like, but like they said, like it's gonna be, it's gonna be a six, sixty-eight because they want it to be fun, right? And yeah. That's I think the thing that I took away from Sand Valley the most is the thing that they value mm. is that the people that go to play there are having a good time. That and is Ma- so true. Mammoth, do, Mammoth is is a par seventy-three. Yeah. Which is perfect for an over the top giant ass golf course to yeah. be a par 73 yeah and like you said it's just it they really do put having a good time ahead of the whatever you want to call it of being a premier institution where people play like shit you know what i mean yeah i think it's rare for people in golf to promote having fun yeah so that was awesome that's gonna be in the next couple of years so think about this resort with three yeah. courses yeah and the par three course now you're talking and multiple pro shops and all that good stuff. Yep. Okay. Let's go through because we've been talking for a little bit here. We're gonna finish on like about ten items on a on a golf trip. We're gonna well, we're walking through. These are the things that every golfer truly deep down values mm. that don't that don't necessarily get talked about all the time. <laughs> That's what I think that this list is. Okay. This is this. These are the things that. <laughs> Don't get enough airtime that you don't read in the Wikipedia article. Can you tell us is his list? 
Yeah. <laughs> Guys pumped up. I love it. I'm ready for this. I haven't seen you this excited about anything. I came out of that. Yeah, since, I was ready. Since I've known you. Hey. Yeah. Is this Matt's first song on the 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 part train? Yeah. Oh man, yeah, that's Yeah. It's audition. Uh, oh. Oh, you think he wants in? I think he wants in. Wow. Sounds like it. Okay, I mean the guy's doing great. All right, number one. We're gonna do a score one out of ten. Yeah. And I guess we can't do rookie scores, but we're gonna follow no, Portnoy. No, 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 no. Portnoy scores. For sure. Portnoy scores. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, course. We gotta start with course. Oh, just course. Like both. There's all of it. All of it. Nine eight. I have no whoa, I honestly there there's a, honestly there's whoa. nothing. Rookie score. There was nothing there was nothing God. that I could point to where it's like a clear that there was something wrong with the golf courses yeah. on this trip. Like they're both gorgeous, they're both fun. Like yeah. we play we just played what? Almost hundred holes and I'd go play tomorrow. Yeah. It was I mean it re- really is good. I guess I get, I'll I'll do a clown score too. I'll go nine one. Okay. Why is that a clown score? Too high. Get out of here. Nine nine out of nine. Yeah, but I mean we're yeah. nine one. Give me give me your complaint, I'll listen, but I well, no, I mean it's true. You almost want to put a low score to make it seem like you're not inflating anything. Right. But I think we need to reiterate. I don't think we're. I would do like a nine five. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I've played a lot of great courses, Scotland throughout. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And these, I enjoyed. I think I liked these. And Bannon's amazing, but when you combine the accessibility of Central Wisconsin from all the cities we mentioned to the types of courses, like in the trees, the playability, the fun. I mean, Bandon can beat you down with rain and yeah. 35, 40 mile per hour wind. This was so much more fun than Bandon, in my opinion. So 9.5. That was like an average. You guys are numbers, guys. 9, 1, 9, 5, 9, like 8. 9, 4 average. 9, 4 average. Yeah. Good. Okay. Uh, breakfast. I think the breakfast saying that, that bacon, egg, and cheese at the course is one of the sort of tent poles of the... Mm. of the of the we're trying to get out early on a saturday you know so you can make sure you you hang out with the wife girlfriend etc in the afternoon evening right gotta say i'm gonna get and i'm gonna give them an incomplete whoa like not even you're not even gonna score we didn't go to the porch we didn't go to the porch all right there are there are two places to eat at at sand valley there's the clubhouse and then there's the at sand valley so sand valley and mammoth dunes are about a quarter mile apart at, this is, you're, you're being way too nice to them. I'm just saying, the bacon, egg, and cheese up there might be better. The oh. one we had this morning was not good. Craig's Pork, is the, it overlooks Sand Valley. It's yeah. got ta- dollar fifty tacos. Right, and it's got a $2 breakfast sandwich, breakfast sandwich that we don't know about. It's got the ice cream sandwiches. Right. We should have ordered one just to see so it. Look, there's a lot of golfers probably playing early morning rounds who need to grab a bite before. Right. That's true. And they're going to eat what we ate today. And you, I think you just gotta be honest. Yeah, like I'm going for like 2.4 on your breakfast sandwich. Yeah, oh yeah, it was bad. It wasn't good. Whoa, what about your heart rat. healthy rat? I'm we got still with down there. I'm I'm down. I'll give it like a four point four point one. Wow. It wasn't good. Yeah, I was in like the fours or five. It yeah. was the most expensive thing that five we got. And a half maybe other than dinner. That's true too. Yeah. Okay, so the, right. they, I'm just so saying the, they can up their yeah, room for improvement. Thing, right? there. Breakfast yeah. burritos, guys. Breakfast burritos. Two words. Breakfast burrito. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Burrito day breakfast. Got it. Yeah. Okay, so breakfast. We try Craig's pork. I think the yeah. takeaway was overall the food on the course is better than yeah. the clubhouse. I would eat at Craig's pork. Craig's, every, yeah, every eat at Craig's pork. Yeah, just get the tacos and okay. You guys are blowing up this like Craig's Porsche. Yeah. Like I don't want to blow it up too. From much a value either. perspective, it was, it was great. From value, it's great. It's still like a 
glorified snack bar. I mean, yes. it's awesome. It's exactly what it, it is. But it's good tacos. <laughs> it's good tacos. Dollar fifty big tacos. Yeah. yeah. Good value. Yeah. Good value. The, the ice cream sandwich good is good value. Value. It's not it's not a taco that you're gonna put on any list, but it's a good taco. I'm a big ice cream sandwich guy and the fact that they yeah, have good, six flavors, good I'm in. Good thanks. Okay. All right. All right. Pre round poop. The facilities. the facilities. Matt really wanted to get this in there. So I'm this is an important one. <laughs> it is important. Because you don't want to go on the course. We've all had our nightmare stories. When you've got the gurglings. Yeah. There's nothing worse than when you go into one of those like quasi-public restrooms, pre-round. It's a little warm. You're sweating a little bit. The The door doesn't lock, so you have to kind of put your hand up. you got to shove something in there to keep it closed. You don't like that. And there's nothing better than a really nice bathroom pre-round. I'm going to say these were... Okay. Wow. 6-2. Six, 6-2. Two. Six, uh, two. I mean, I have, a, I have no complaints. I'll give them an 8-0. I do have oh, get out of here, 8. Eight zero. Really? Get out of here. What was wrong? Okay. The only thing that was wrong to me, toilet paper. So low. low. So low. Really had low grab. Everything else is perfect. There's yeah, only two bathrooms. That, that has potential for Ooh, disaster. Real quick side question. Do you guys, are you guys where you prefer the toilet paper underneath that you got to pull or the over, you know, where the flap goes over or the flap of the or toilet you paper? Under, over people or under people? Over or under. Over. like I've always been person. an over. Yeah. I don't understand what, people that go under with the toilet over? paper. When you put, a, you when you put toilet about? paper on the ring, right? On the, the, the stick at home. <laughs> Oh, I see is it over saying. or is it under? Yeah, you're a sociopath if you go under. Yeah, right. Okay, <laughs> I'm just, under. I don't under. The only reason is to do if you if you have a cat and like don't want them to just unravel. Oh, is that uh, why they put? Uh, I think that's why some people do it. Whoa, that's why you I, don't get a cat. Yeah. Oh, I need to make. Oh, amen to that. Yeah. So like, if you see it, if they have a cat, give them a little bit of slack. But no, you're a sociopath if you don't get yeah. over the. So cat. if you yeah. go somewhere and they have under and they don't have cats, yeah. get out of there. Yeah. Get out of there. Yeah. All right, run. Okay, yeah. we reached uh, alignment there. Um, I didn't pre-round poop at the place. Oh, that's a miss. It w- so, okay, whatever. It, so I'm you're not fine score. there. Although I will okay. say, we did shower after. You did. Showers were decent. Yeah, the yeah. fact that they have towels for True. you. That's nice. With it's three a nice showers is super nice. But for a locker room, it wasn't anything special. It, wasn't, anything yeah, it wasn't an amazing locker room. But yeah. the fact, how often you go to a golf course and you're going to get dinner there and that's you can the shower after. shower at a golf course I've ever had. So Same. I no complaints. And I don't belong to a club, so it's not like exactly. I'm showering at a golf course. Okay. First tee shots. So I like the tee box on the practice screen. I like a little attention, a little buzz. I'm giving that an eight one. I think both of them, both of them had, both of them had that. You know, at Craig's porch at the other one, you had a little bit of an amphitheater situation. Mm. It feels a little dramatic. I liked it, and both the tee shots are pretty easy. Just hit a driver straightish, right? Well, one on Sand Valley is a little intimidating. Yeah, but it was wasn't just because it it's a big big bunker up, yeah. up on the left, left side yeah. not sure what club to hit yeah, yeah. yeah this is tough for you because <laughs> you probably like sand valley but you're not a fan of the off the practice screen the mammoth so how do you average well, them together? Just like, yeah it was just like a little, little too little, on display a little too on display right. i don't i don't i don't mind the theater i don't mind being on display and i agree i kind of like that i don't need to go i don't want to walk forever to go like tee off and when you get to get to a course and you're seeing people tee off yeah. Mm, like true. That. Especially it's, when you're eating out of the patio, yeah, you get to see it's something to watch. Yeah. I don't know. I I can't put. I mean, the the one in Mammoth, I think, could have been better if it was just you know like twenty yards mm-hmm. away and like more distinct. Even though it's Sand Valley, though, for some reason, I didn't love kind of how it was layout. It was like wrapped around the hillside. Mm. It just didn't feel like the different boxes were distinct either. Mm. It's like the tees, like the blacks, the one, whatever. We were playing Yeah, because 10 and 1 are on the same area. It just kind of felt a little too, it didn't feel distinct to me. Felt felt too gymnast backyard, not enough. uh... Okay, I don't know about that, but... uh, (laughs) 
I'm gonna go six zero. Oh, wow. Didn't like, really it. like it. Didn't like it. I'm in the eights, too. I think I'm yeah. at 8.3. That was great. But I love I love in Sand Valley how there's, like, today we saw right off the porch, there was 10 chairs set out with all of wives just sitting there, people just enjoying the day, watching people play. And there were men sitting in That's a cool vibe, especially oh, when we went sure. out the second time. Yeah. What a cool vibe to tee off in front of everybody. Pretty awesome. And, yeah, I think Very they cool. could, based on that, it's more on a stage on Sand Valley yeah. than Mammoth. But I do love the first actual tee shot. Yep. I agree with Bird. I would move I, it a little I bit. I like the actual tee shots. Yeah. I'm talking about like the aesthetic of yeah, the yeah. tee. Uh, I see. Tee box. Yeah, yeah. So I would go 8-3. All right. All right. Okay. okay. Car girl. And I'm not talking about, you know, so the, is she cute? We'll I'm, set it up. The, the car girls at this are on select holes, right? So on like 4 and 12 or 13, the car girl's parked. Yeah. Because again, the they're on carts, so there's not someone driving around in right. carts. There's no car pass, the so yeah. they wouldn't be able to go. So we're debating the merits of whether or not we prefer the lone cart girl driving around the pass versus where you know there's going to be a cart girl on 4 and on 13. It's the question of you know when you're going to get it. Yep. The importance of being able to plan and expectations being met versus the possibility of being seen more. Right. And I'd rather know that I need to have my bar in my bag to eat from now until 14 or 4. And then 4 to 13, I'll be held over until I see her again. Um, I'm okay with that. So I I actually like having a set location for the car girl. Yeah, I'm torn on it. I don't know. I, you want I, more chances? Yeah. Like... This is really comp. I'm really torn. Yeah. Like, this is really getting to me. Oh. Because there's a lot of emotions with the cart girl yep. on a course, oh. right? Oh. Like, oh, that's interesting. partially like the joy of this surprise oh, cart girl. Oh, are like, oh. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, man. You don't like it to be scheduled. Here you don't like a, your sex schedule, right? Bloody, yeah. Bloody Mary, my way, all yep. of a sudden. There's also the drama when they just like pull this blast past you, don't even ask you. Sure. Happened a lot of time in the Ricky this year, by the way. Is she gonna wait oh, for boy. you to hit? Does she, she blow wait? past she, you? Yeah, exactly. Is yeah. it annoying? Like, does she just buzz you for the fifth time yeah. in like ten minutes? Like, take it easy. A lot of complex emotions. So I don't know about the. That's the dynamic car girl. The one fixed though. I like knowing that again after fourteen, I'm gonna get right. a drink or whatever. It's nice to know. But at the same time, I also don't love just having this like. A bunch of people parked with like carts all over at the yep. end of like the greens. I didn't really like that, and they're all visible like yeah, straight yeah. from the greens. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Even whether it's a marshal or a cart girl, don't really love a bunch of people just parked by the green. You know, like we're on this beautiful. I feel like I'm the only person out there. You know, there's a couple of people just hanging out in their little, you know, four by fours. Disagree. Ten out of ten, <laughs> without question. Whoa. I want the park cart girl. I want to know where the beer is and how I can get it and when to when to schedule it. I don't want the mystery of someone having to drive around. I don't want the yeah. she stops at two. There's someone out on the course. They're available at four and at twelve. I mean, every course should be like that. I'll it, just say, it does take out the variability <laughs> of sometimes the car girl's coming too often. Sometimes you never see her. Yeah. I do like that. I'll say for for Sand Valley for both courses. <laughs> A, they're just like lovely Midwestern, the sure. politest people on right. the planet. Yeah. Well, uh, plus the prices were just ridiculously low, so I'll give it nine five. Okay, for a I'll, guy who doesn't I'll know about over, the structure, to say I'll nine five, get I'm, not, I'm still not sure how I feel about it, but like a very good experience. Yeah, I'm a nine four. Okay, oh. we're high. We're high on the cart yeah. situation. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we've only got a few more. We're over an hour. This is one of our longer ones that we've done. Since we, since we did the breakfast, yeah. we got to do food at the turn. Yeah. 
Because that was Clubhouse versus um, Food at the Turn. Well, so Food at the Turn at Mammoth is that weird snack area out after 10, right? That was kind of cool, though. Pretty sweet. I liked it. Like, they have, little, like, stand-up tables, too, just yep. in the middle of the Oh, the stand-up table, tables right? were cool. It was, yeah. like, no, at no, a PJ Tour event. Yeah. Yeah. In the middle of cool. nowhere, yeah, yeah. there's a little snack bar. That yeah. was pretty cool. Then the at Sand Valley, you get the shack. You turn, there's a little snack shack that Craig's, Craig's Porch. Porch that we yeah. talked about, which we really like. Good tacos, good value. Problem here is it's such good tacos, such good value that there were a line of 15 people and we didn't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's so we did, yeah, the turn today, we did skip it. Yeah. yeah. But if I was really hungry, you know, we weren't as hungry. Yeah. But I will say, why aren't, why don't golf courses have tacos? I was tacos thinking the great, same exact thing. Right? It's so easy to make. Yeah. It's, it's, it's easy always, to eat. It's yeah. always a hot, hot dog dogs. Yeah. or a, a burger or a Tacos sandwich. lighter. It's better. Yeah. Tacos are... That should be the new turn food. Should be a turn food. That's a, that's my biggest take. Yeah. If I'm gonna make a hot take, besides going to Sand Valley, every golf course should, should add tacos. Tacos, tacos. I'm into the turn. I'm into yeah. it. And we're gonna trademark oh. it. Tacos of the turn. LeBron for gets LeBron. Filthy hands on it. <laughs> All right, so we're into we're into the, we were into the food situation on the course. All right, we got two more. Yep. Pro Shop and 19th hole. Okay. Real quick. We gotta be quick. All right. Pro Shop. Cool Shop. Not enough rollback. Oh. Gear was... Yeah. Gear was Enter code PARTRAIN for 20% off. Gear was just okay. I think a, probably a function we didn't... I didn't love any of it. I didn't love any of it. Oh, What's your man. score? Six. Okay. I, I love the gear. I thought there was a ton of selection. There was some fun stuff. Mm. I actually thought... And I'm, this is, I, I don't want to talk for too long on this. I thought there were some real subtle things too. They really used the three brand... They branded the three courses. Mm. Sandbox, yeah, Little yeah. Part 3, Sand Valley Mammoth. Yeah. And they did some fun stuff, like, so the beer opener they yeah. had, like, with Sandbox, because it's like, that's the fun one. That's right. really yeah, fun. Yeah. Like, there's little subtle yeah, things yeah, yeah. like that that they, like, sprinkled in, which I appreciated. Uh, I have no problems with the pro shop. I was around strong opinions. Good gear. I'm going to give it a 9-0. Oh, get out of here. Wow. 9-0. I loved it as soon as I walked in because of the aesthetic. It's cool. It's, like light pine wood it's super bright yeah. great assortment of options it's like walking to a j crew yeah. um i will admit the i was expecting to buy a lot yeah and all i got was my hoodie yeah, yeah. and a ball marker and a couple balls for my ball golf ball collection yeah, yeah. um but i didn't end up getting like a shit ton of stuff but a lot of great options i'm gonna go like i think we talked to their buyer and 7.2 or yeah, something and it might have just been because we're young hip dudes and maybe they didn't have our style you know, maybe maybe more maybe old man stuff. Yeah, 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 the color schemes, whatever. It's not it. Okay, last thing, nineteenth hole. We didn't really, We kind of talked about it. We didn't really utilize it, did we? Uh, yesterday. I would have liked if we sat at the fire pit. I thought. I th- but we didn't really get yeah. a chance to sit. Well, at the we fire didn't go pit. like in the bar, bar. But the bar, we walked through it. I, I got it. It was kind of that one felt more like what's the word? It's like it was like a hospital type, like a little sterile. Sterile. Yeah, a little sterile. Oh, the inside you thought the, was sterile. Yeah. The inside of the bar, yeah, it's nice, so. but it felt a little sterile. A little sterile. Yeah. I, I think the biggest okay improvements there are the are the the permanent food and bev encore stuff. I loved. Yeah. But the yeah built in yeah. food and bev. I think the opportunity is. Substantial, yeah. And with the whole sustainability thing they're doing, they grow. They have a farming. They have farming sustainability stuff. They grow a bunch of their own vegetables. I think that there's this an opportunity for uh, a real chef to do something real special yeah. at that clubhouse. I would love if they would play that up more. Yeah. Because like when Jeff took us to see the garden yeah. today, 
It's like, holy shit, I want to know that. Yeah. When I'm in there. Like, this was taken from the garden let's blow 100 that out. yards away. Yeah. yeah. Let's you know? blow that out. Yeah. Let's get some cows on there. Yeah. Let's let's really dig in. Oh, let's have all this thing be farm table. Cows in there. Let's really do something. Sure. Because yeah. I, would, I, would, I don't mind paying for a, like, I'm, it's not, it's not cheap, right? If yeah. you're going to stay there, like, I want to make sure that there's... The top, did the top. I feel yeah. like the food and bev did not meet the standard of like the, the, the rest right? of the yeah. experience. Yeah, 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 that's fair. Yeah. All right, so quick scores for food and, for nineteenth hole. Four and a half. Ooh, I don't know. I'm going that low. Oh, I'll throw another. I don't know. Six zero again. Okay, I'll go like a six five. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Not terrible. I mean, honestly, when you think about golf course food, it's never that good. Right. That's true. But I suppose it wasn't. I'll put it this way: the experience was so good. And they would eat exceed our expectations when I really had really high expectations already yeah, yeah. at yeah. every part. Yeah. I think we were picturing to have like the most amazing dinner we ever had yeah. for the types of That's prices true. we paid for earlier. So That's true. Um, okay, we're already well over an hour. Last thing, I'll give you each an opportunity. Do you go again? Is this something you got a boys trip or with your dads? Is this something that pops to your top of your mind that you would do? Yes or no? And why? To me, I mean, again, I don't want to beat this dead horse, but this place screams dad trip to me. It's, yeah. in the, it's like not super easy to get to, right? Like, More than a boys trip? Yeah, like, I mean, if you're a boys trip, some people might be like connecting and you get into Madison yeah. you have an hour and a half drive. It's not like super, super easy to get to. Yeah. But like with dad, he's out there. He's like in the moment. He's there for the golf. He's stoked to be there. Mm-hmm. This place screams it and I like will almost guarantee that I'll be back. For sure, mm-hmm. and then the golf courses are just incredible. So yeah. like, I'd love to play again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I think with the right group, for sure. I think that I do think that there is a level of competency golf wise yeah. across a, the board that you need to have. Like yeah. you need it's it's a golf trip, right? Yeah. I, I think that if you were to do, I think that if you were to do a bachelor party and half the guys didn't really golf, no. they it wouldn't be great, right? No. There are some other things to do, but I don't think any of that is why you're there, right? There I think the the course was the thing that. Like the, the tennis course were nice and then the hikes I'm sure are great, but yeah, you're there good. for the golf. And yeah. if, so as far as I'm concerned, absolutely, I'd be back, but under the right circumstances in that in that sense. Yeah, I think like whenever I get married, my bachelor party will probably be here. Yeah. And oh. most of my friends are golfers. Yeah. I think the key is like, you got to be able to carry the ball like 200 yards. Yeah. If you really struggle hitting the ball and you're topping it and you yeah, don't yeah. think you can carry it 200 yards consistently... You're probably going to struggle a little bit yeah. because there are some force carries, or it's just going to be a long day of hitting a lot yeah. of short shots. It's be a long day, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, if the person's personality is okay with that and they just want to be with the folks, I mean, it's a cool area if you enjoy being in nature and everything. So, hundred percent in. Thank you guys for being on the show for the first time. Hey, on that train, and let's go. We're on the train. We talked about being on the train. I wish we could have stayed on the train a little bit longer on the course. I thought we, yeah, mm-hmm. but. This was awesome having you guys. I'm glad we got to go. Thanks to Jeff and everyone, Chris and Mike and everyone that had us out. It was really amazing, guys. Um, and yeah, if you guys want to feel good on the course, a lot of times that comes from looking good. Oh. And if you want to enter <laughs> the code PARTRAIN <laughs> on Roback.com, I can get you 20% off because guess what? I got you. Okay, so just go ahead and get yourself some fresh gear. And uh, we'll be back actually with the Roback guys and the founders in a couple weeks. So thanks for tuning in as always, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Thanks, boys.